Let's go back to the Bible and talk about the worship of the church. Would we not agree that if God teaches us how to worship Him, well, that is what we should do? Let's talk worship today from the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For almost 90 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. I am bound for the promised land. Thank you, Jay Webb, and greetings to all of you. How good it is to have you join us for our studies today from the International Gospel Hour. And now, friends, the reason you're here, let's go back to the Bible. And now let's talk about the church and its worship. Let's get right to this study by way of considering three texts as we begin. In John 4 and verse 24, the Bible says, God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. So, friends, may we ask a question. Must we worship God in spirit and in truth? Well, yes. And let's add another question. To whom do we offer our worship to God? Do we worship God or us? Well, we offer our worship to God. In John seventeen seventeen, Jesus said, Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. Well, what is truth? Well, God's word is truth. And since we must worship God in truth, then must we worship God as directed in the Bible? Yes, we should. Here's a third text to consider. Matthew 15:9 says, And in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. Is it possible to worship God in vain or offer an empty worship unto God that He is not commanded? Well, yes, it is. But friends, if we worship God according to the commandments of uninspired men, will God accept it? No, friends, He will not. Again, Christ calls this vain or empty worship. Let's continue our study about the worship of the church, and let's go back to the Bible because God's Word is truth, and we worship God in spirit and in truth. We follow truth and not the commandments of men. So let's continue looking at the truth as we study worship. For example, in Luke twenty-two nineteen and 20, the Bible says that Jesus took bread, gave thanks and break it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. Likewise, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. Now, friends, did Jesus command his disciples to partake of the Lord's Supper? Well, yes, he did. And we learn more about that in 1 Corinthians 10:16, when Paul says, The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? So, friends, the cup, the fruit of the vine is a communion of the blood of Christ, and the bread is a communion of the body of Christ. Let's see what the apostles and the disciples did on the first day of the week in Acts 20 and verse 7. 
The Bible says when the disciples came together to break bread, Paul, ready to depart the next day, spoke to them and continued his message until midnight. Let me ask you a question, friends. When God told the Israelites in Exodus 20 and verse 8 to remember the Sabbath, did he mean for them to keep every Sabbath? Well, yes, he did. And when those Christians in Acts 20 and verse 7 met upon the first day of the week to eat the Lord's Supper, did they do it on the first day of each week? Well, yes, they did. Should Christians today eat the Lord's Supper upon the first day of the week? Yes, they should. In Acts 2 and verse 42, the Bible says, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Now here is the early church in Acts 2. The church that had come together on the day of Pentecost, or the church that became on the day of Pentecost. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, and fellowship in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Do you suppose we will be pleasing to God if we continue steadfastly in these things? Well, yes, we will. Now, let's move from the Lord's Supper, of which we are to observe upon every first day of the week, and let's consider another text of 1 Corinthians 16, 1 and 2. Now, concerning the collection for the saints, as I have given orders to the churches of Galatia, so you must do also. On the first day of the week, let each one of you lay something aside, storing up as he may have prospered, that there be no collections when I come. Well, friends, is it God's will that we give as we have been prospered? Well, yes. And are we to make a contribution on the same day, therefore, as we are to partake of the Lord's Supper? Well, according to this text, yes. Now, friends, a note here. I know of many denominational bodies that take a collection every Sunday. I'm sure you do as well. But they do not partake of the Lord's Supper every Sunday as commanded. Now, isn't that strange? Kind listeners, please, let's get back to the Bible. Now, let's consider another avenue of our worship. What about the music that we offer to God? In Ephesians 5.19, the Bible says, Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Well, friends, are we to sing? Well, yes. Can I ask you a question? Did that passage mention mechanical instruments of music? Well, friends, it did not. A a little church history here. Did you know followers of Christ did not use mechanical instruments of music in their worship for hundreds of years after Christ? And when one attends the worship of the Church of Christ, he will notice that mechanical instruments of music are not used in worship to God, and some may wonder why. Well, How about the following example from the Old Testament? In Genesis 6 and verse 14, when God was commanding Noah how to build the ark, he said, Make yourself an ark of gopher wood. Make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and outside with pitch. Now, I want to ask you a question. Would Noah have sinned if he had built the ark out of metal or out of mud? Well, yes, he would. Would he have sinned if he had built the ark out of any other wood? Yes, he would. You see, friends, when God said go for wood, that eliminated any other wood or any other material. Well, back to Ephesians 5.19, when God said to sing, that automatically eliminated any other kind of music. We can sing and we can express 
unto God our praise to Him. Colossians 3.16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. You see, we can teach and we can instruct. Let's build on this thought of Noah and consider Nadab and Abihu in Leviticus 10.1 and 2. They were the sons of Aaron. And each took his censer and put fire in it, put incense on it, and offered profane fire before the Lord, which he had not commanded them. So fire went out from the Lord and devoured them, and they died before the Lord. May I ask a question? Did Nadab and Abihu sin when they offered a different kind of fire that God commanded? Well, yes, they did, because we note again, God had not commanded them to offer that fire. And did God punish them? Yes, He did. Friends, is it important then to worship God the way He has commanded without alteration? Well, yes, it is. Now, consider a text that we looked at earlier of Luke 22, 19 and 20 and the Lord's Supper to use the bread and the fruit of the vine. Now, would it be a sin if we put jam on that bread to improve the taste? Now, friends, I know I sound ridiculous, but Yes, it would. Would it be a sin to add vitamin tonic to the fruit of the vine to aid our enthusiasm in serving God? You're thinking, Brother Archie, that's ridiculous. You're right. We would answer no because we are not commanded to add to the Lord's Supper the same that Noah could not add oak to gopher wood. And we know what happened when Nadab and Abihu offered strange fire. Friends, I want you to think about this. If it is sinful, then, to add jam and vitamin tonic to the Lord's Supper in the worship, would it not be sinful to add instrumental music when we are commanded to sing? Friends, if not, why not? When we go to the Bible, the very book that tells us of the church, we learn of the church and its worship unto God. And may we learn more about God's will for our lives and our worship to be acceptable to Him. Now, I'm sure I've probably brought forth some things to get you thinking about it, and you may want to pursue this study a little further. We love our friends at the World Bible School. They've got a great online Bible study. Here's our J-Web with more details of how you can receive that Bible study. Our friends at World Bible School have a wonderful online Bible study available, and it is free. That's right, it's free please visit worldbibleschool.org and register. You will be provided a study helper who can answer questions and provide feedback for your lessons. Please sign up today. That's the free online study at worldbibleschool.org. And friends, we also realize that many do not have an online access. Maybe you just hear us by radio. And we also offer a personal visit for further study. Now, we're very careful how we do this. But if you'll contact us at 1-855-IGH-6988, leave your name and your number and say personal study, we will call you back, we will talk to you a little bit, and then we will work with your permission how to have someone in your community from the Churches of Christ to contact you and to set up a study, whether at your house, whether at the church building, or whether at a public place, such as a coffee shop of some type. 
So we want to help you in your study, and we give this as an option. We hold back addresses, names, and all. We keep that within house. We respect your privacy. But if you prefer, we'll be glad to help you. And we'll study together another time. Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory. And we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.